Hi everyone and welcome back to this week's edition of the T-Valley Sport Podcast. This week I'm joined by Jan Leonard. Jan runs JTS Trampoline Club. We're going to talk to her today about what she's managed to do over COVID, how she's had to change things around with obviously the new guidance that's coming from the government, how she's had to open the club, close the club and how she managed to operate virtually. We also have a bit of discussion around funding and how she managed to receive some funding through T-Valley Sport. We are going to be doing a little mini-series around funding and something which we hope that clubs will find really useful in terms of different pots that are available and how clubs have used the funding. So this is a little bit about that as well in terms of what Jan will do with the funding, how she received the funding and the support that she received to get this funding secured. So I hope you enjoyed the episode. Thanks for listening. Hi, Jan. Lovely to see you. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Thank you, Mark. Nice to see you as well. Lovely. Can you just introduce yourself and a bit of a background in terms of what you do, please? Yeah, sure. Um, my name is Jan Leonard. Um, my full-time job is working in a school for children with social, emotional and mental health issues, uh, which is a secondary school. But on the side of that, I've got my own business, which is called JTS, which is Trampolining and Gymnastics, um, which has only been open for... Uh, two years uh, well two and a half years now at the moment uh, but my full-time job as a teacher in the schools I've been doing for 20 years now um, so I've been a trampoline coach I, I started trampolining myself in my 30s and absolutely loved it and wanted to get into the coaching side of it so within two years I was level one coach and now I'm level 3.3 coach um, and just sort of thought well why not work for myself rather than somebody else doing trampoline coaching so opened my own business up to two and a bit year ago awesome and has it been a good couple of years is it obviously excluding the, the first year. year was brilliant yeah, yeah. <laughs> been a bit, bit of a different really year the second year yeah setting up and sort of getting the people in and meeting loads of new people meeting new children you know who wanted to try a new sport or, you know, excel in a sport that they'd already been doing that sort of thing and involving it in local community was really good. Pasture, not so good. We've only actually <laughs> been open four weeks in the last wow. year. Yeah. That's crazy, isn't it? Four yeah. weeks in 52. Yeah, four weeks, which was literally just before Christmas and then we got shut down again. Yeah. Incredible. I mean, it just, yeah. it just opened your eyes. I mean, this past year, Obviously, from me being a sportsman and doing little bits and coaches on the side, doing bits of coaching here and there, it's just been such a strange year, hasn't it? I mean, yeah. you know, for you with the business, you're running the business, you've been two years on the ground. First year, let's give it a real good go. Second year, you know, you work on those success and all of a sudden it's like, actually, here's COVID. Let's have to, we have to go back and you're almost back to your roots again, aren't you? Absolutely. It was, it was like, I've got a business, I'm up and running it's going great and then it felt as if someone had just wiped the business out from me you know and it was I'd never ran my own business before so it was really difficult as in how do I keep it going do I keep it ticking over do I actually stop it do I keep going you know do I put the effort in do I put the money into it and it was some really difficult decisions to be made but the decisions were made around the children that were coming uh, and the adults that were coming as well and they were my priority they were loving it and they were the ones that inspired me to actually put a hell of a lot of money into it basically and keep yeah. it going 
for the past year in different ways and, and overcoming obstacles that have been put in the way. So talk us about JTS then. So you've just mentioned there children and adults. So have you got, do you do separate sessions? Do you do, is it one night a week? Can you just tell people about what JTS is and how? Yeah, sure. If you talk about pre-COVID first and then you know, we can talk yeah. about how things may yeah, have changed. Yeah, let's talk about the happy times. <laughs> yeah. um, what about year one? Yeah, year one. So here it goes. So we, we run one evening a week, which is on a Tuesday evening. And it runs, we do two sessions um, and you can choose for trampolining, gymnastics, you can mix, mix and match or you can do one session of one, two sessions of one, you know, it's entirely up to the people who want to do which, whichever sport they want to do. Okay. Um, it runs from 5.15 to 6.30, which is one session and then 6.30 till 7.45, which is the second session. We start at three years old for trampolining and five years old for gymnastics. Um, and we don't have an upper limit. They can go, the age range can go as high as they want. Uh, yeah. The adults can join in with either session, but they do like have a, either one separate trampoline or two separate trampolines, however many uh, come to that session. Um, so they're always sort of separated a little bit from, from the children as such. Um, yeah. the, the, the instruction that we tend to have only adults at the trampolining sessions at the minute. We don't have any adults gymnastics at the sessions at the minute, but that is something that we could look forward to for the future opening up because we literally opened up gymnastics, uh, which was about three weeks before COVID. And then we got shut down. Wow. So I'd literally just branched out into, into uh, gymnastics as well as trampolining because we only ran trampoline for the first year and, um, and then got slammed a little bit. So, um, yeah. uh, but we do have massive age range, you know, from literally from three years old up to, I'm probably the oldest there, to be honest. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, the, the age ranges, the ability ranges are huge, but they all get coached individually, That's even amazing. though, you know, even though they, they are on a trampoline with yeah. four other people, possibly, they do get coached individually at the level that they're at. Same with the gymnastics as well. I employed a gymnastics coach, um, a level four British gymnastics coach to come in and do some gymnastics because purely we had to move venue um which gave us the opportunity to actually expand because we had more hall space so, so you have to do that venue change over COVID as well as that happened over that period of time as well then yeah yeah we wow. yeah um in the first lockdown uh we were in Thornaby Academy okay and they had uh three or four of their own trampolines and I'd previously bought two trampolines that which belonged to JTS. Um, right. And during that first lockdown, the letting agency went into liquidation. So we weren't allowed to use the hall anymore. There was nobody to do the hiring off or anything. Schools all shut down in the first lockdown. Well, everything shut down in the first lockdown. Um, so I couldn't even get access to get my own trampolines out, JTS trampolines out. Um, so that was a pretty stressful time trying to get hold of the people who had gone into liquidation and, you know, it was all through a portal and you couldn't actually speak to anybody. And I mean, they still owe us money from money that we'd paid to, to hire the hall. So we're still in, in the battle with them at the moment as well. Then I had to pay 
£400, I think it was, to actually get the trampolines moved from Thornaby Academy, literally two miles up the road to Queen's campus, uh, which is in Durham University, the Stockton campus. We've moved into their sports hall, which oh, is nice. a much better venue. Yeah, it's got a rig. It's got, we've got half a sports hall. We've got a cupboard to keep all our own stuff in. But then the big decision came, if I wanted to continue, I needed more than two trampolines. JTS only owned two trampolines. So it came to the, the crunch as to whether, and I bought more trampolines, which are not cheap equipment, you know? I mean, I, I couldn't afford to buy new. Uh, so I had to, you know, we looked secondhand and we, we did buy two um, very good trampolines, which were secondhand. Mm. But then with that, it comes, you've got to buy index, you've got to buy index mats. We needed to buy floor matting. We needed to buy wedge mats. And a lot of, a lot of money went into it at that point, hoping yeah. that we were going to you know, expand, be bigger and better. We've got a better venue. It's more accessible venue and this sort of thing. And then obviously we couldn't open for, well, from March last year until after the second lockdown, we couldn't open for. So it was a long period of time. So not just the COVID battles, but you've had some behind the scenes battles as well and some yeah. big decisions to be made. And obviously, Huge. you know, from personally, from a financial point, from business point it's obviously been a, a lot of big decisions for you to make obviously from from your own self to make that's right because I mean at the end of the day we hadn't sort of well nobody had planned for this to happen no. so we sort of went into this we hadn't even been we'd re been running literally just over a year before we went into lockdown so there wasn't really a huge amount of money in the bank because we'd been sort of buying stuff along as we went along and you know wages going out and things like that so there wasn't any money so financially I actually used my own money wow. to put into the business to buy the trampolines and all the other equipment so it was about five thousand pound that Crazy. that went into it out of sort of my own savings really um which is why we then looked at funding applications obviously to try and recuperate the money back so in terms of just if we're on the subject of talking about funding have you actually received much support in terms of funding obviously I know I've worked a little bit with you but just want to talk around what's funding and what support you've received over the past year or so yeah um some of it sort of like you um this girl matters and you know this girl can and things like that all that all of that fell through um nothing like that could go ahead because COVID had stopped all that um, we did apply for sort of some little fundings, one and two hundred pounds here and there, but due to COVID, all that had stopped as well. So um, obviously being in touch with yourself through Tees Valley Sport because we were going to set up some coaching sessions. Um, we looked at the um, the funding that you had available with the, the crowdfunding and the tackling inequalities funding as well. Yeah. Um, the crowdfunding one worked really well. Um, that sort of went out to family and friends and people shared it and things like that. Social media was great for that. And we managed to get um, over a thousand pounds off that, which yeah. was a huge, huge help because oh, we were having to pay out for things like gels, um, bottles to put the gels in, um, you know, special sprays because there's so many certain sprays you can use on 
the actual trampoline pads so it doesn't go through to the foam underneath. A lot of cloths, mops, you know, all this sort of things that we had to buy in that we weren't expecting to have to buy out of obviously the budget, you know, with the, the business, what was in the business. Um, and then along came, thank God, the Tackling Inequalities Fund, which we were actually successful with, which was brilliant, you know, through Sport England. I did a Zoom call with a colleague of yours and, you know, um, answered a couple of questions. And to be honest with you, Mark, it's probably the, the easiest application that we've done. A lot of the others have been sort of two or three pages online and they've asked for every ins and outs of this, that and the other, which didn't really even have any relevance to the funding. Yeah. Um, but the, the Tackling Inequalities Fund has been an absolute godsend. We were successful with that. They did help us with, you know, what have you paid out? What, what did it cost? What did you have to buy for it to keep going? And that sort of thing. And, and that, to be honest, has actually kept us afloat amazing yeah it was absolutely godsend it really was yeah no I think that was one of the things that obviously you know it, it's great that people like yourself have been able to get that support for tackling the qualities funding you know as I say it's it's proved so crucial to so many businesses like yourself who've been through similar situations and you know having funding parts of that available it's just been such a such an asset to these local clubs and, massively you know, Tees Valley Sport we're just really pleased that we were able to support you Jan and you know we're all aware of the work you're doing and the and the, the people you're trying to help and the, the children the adults that you're supporting and you're getting through your sessions so it was it was great that we were able to support you with that so uh, know, it, we were all really only, that one accepted yeah I, I mean so were we to be honest because I mean we've only been on one session a week you know we're not a huge club yeah. you know we've we've probably got mm. uh, between sort of 30 and 40 participants between the the gymnastics and the trampoline we haven't had a chance to actually advertise the gymnastics since we started it yet because we've never known sort of are we going to be open are we going to be closed dare we advertise it and we've just we've just come to the conclusion that until we're actually being able to open full-time without the pressure of another lockdown looming over us it hasn't proved sort of feasible to actually advertise it yet so completely so we're hoping now we can get it out there on social media. We've got a re we're starting date of April the 13th now. Um, children's exercise indoor classes can start from April the 12th. So April the 13th will be our first session. Um, the, the, the participants are really looking forward to getting back onto it. Yeah. Obviously, you know, the past year it's been a, such a, a traumatic year for so many people. But yeah. how have you managed to keep in contact with your participants whether that be the children the adults what have you been doing like you know, well that people know what you've done because I, I know what you've been doing and it's great yeah yeah well we've got um social media pages we've got um I've got a public page um on on Facebook which is uh, JTS at JTS trampoline and you can um look for that direct with the tag at JTS Jan 3 and that'll awesome. take you directly to the page um our logo is a purple logo and it says JTS at the bottom and it's got like three little figures over the top. Yeah. So you'll know which one it is when you spot it. Um, we've, I've been putting um, sort of things out to help mental health on that, you know, how to stay safe during COVID, um, just being in touch with the parents via that. But I've also done Tabata sessions or HIT sessions, exercise classes weekly. 
during the time that we would have sessions anyway on the Tuesday. Um, And uh, quite a few of them have have joined in with that because some participants I've got to say have been absolutely amazing throughout this time and they've paid their standing order every single month, even when we've been closed. So absolutely amazing, absolutely amazing. And I've, you know, I've given them the opportunity. I've said, you know, readjust your standing order, stop your standing order. And some have said, do you know what? You're a small business. You're trying to keep going. You're providing us with, you know, exercise sessions that my child wants to join in with. And it's it's been absolutely amazing. So every Tuesday we do either a Tabata session or a HIT session, first of all. And then okay. we do some strength, um, which is just you know, tins of beans or whatever you've got in your cupboards, chopped tomatoes or whatever, you know. I think they're too heavy for me at the minute. You get out it the gym. It depends if you get the little ones or the big ones. So they've, you know, they've really got into that. And we've, um, that's not just for JTS because it's on a public page. That right. goes out to anybody who wants to oh, join in with that. So if there's anybody out there that wants to join in with those sessions, please feel free to just get in touch via the page if you'd like to join in with that. Um, on the back of that, we've had some um, some that are previously coached in Darlington at the Dolphin right. Centre who've joined in with us. Um, you probably know Taz yourself. Yeah. She's joined in with it. Um, okay. We've got um, some that are from Ipswich that are joining in with it, that are right. family members of some participants, and they're absolutely loving it. Father and daughter are doing it. And they're absolutely loving it at the minute, you know, and they've asked if even when JTS opens, will I continue them on? Because they'd like to still continue them on um, when JTS opens. So that's something else that I'm thinking about continuing, you know, after after we can actually open up. I've had parents saying, I'm going to charge you for weights because my child wants to buy weights and um you know the resistance bands and things like this now. So they've really, really you know got into it um and i've been doing if you know the little trampette the exercise trampette yeah yeah if they've got one of those as well i've been doing a session on zoom on the little trampettes as well Mm. just to keep them well one for the mental health because mental health issues have been massively affected um and two for physical as well because uh, quite a few people have um including myself have gained weight during during the, the several lockdowns that we've had to endure um so you know it, it, it's just keeping them ticking over for when they come back and they can see the participants who they might not go to school with who they might not be friends within the community but they're still keeping in touch with each other via the zoom calls that we're doing i just i just think that's so important i mean you, you mentioned the physical and the mental health aspects as yeah. well and you know, it's that camaraderie as well. You know, you're, you're, as you say, you're not a massive club, but those members who see each other once a week, they see each other once a week. If you take that away from them, we just don't know what impact that's going to have. So the fact yeah. that these members are able to go ahead, I think it's it's been amazing for me to see how many clubs have been doing stuff over this past year and how clubs have had to adapt and, and get new methods. And, and it's interesting what you say about carrying those on because... <laughs> A lot of clubs are saying they may keep the virtual side of it on because it can attract new people and it can attract different people who perhaps aren't confident doing the, the face-to-face or stuff. Or from Ipswich. <laughs> yeah, or the, or the living side of the country nearly and, yeah. and don't want to be able to join in because they've enjoyed it. But 
yeah, they won't be able, they won't be able to come to our trampoline sessions on a weekly basis. No, but no. Using it virtually, well, they can log on and away we go. It's great. Yeah. It's just I love and how people have adapted to technology. Absolutely, and I mean it was difficult for us because a lot of things like um, you know your your other exercise classes that are going on and you know things where you can keep them on because it's you're face to face in a classroom and you're dancing about and you know all these with the lights and all this stuff you can keep all that going because it's the same you, you all you you're changing is your format yeah you can't carry on trampolining sessions because no. you know you, you the trampolines that we've got are completely different to your garden trampolines as well anyway Plus, it's hard to do a Zoom call on a trampoline when you're bouncing up and down and I can't see what you're doing and this, you know, this sort of thing. So we we have had to adapt completely to a different format than what other people have, have had to change. You know, I mean, dance classes can still do your dance classes on Zoom because it's more or less the same, you know, but we haven't got, not everybody's got the equipment at home to be able to bounce around on, you know, so we've, We've adapted it to exercise sessions, strength and conditioning so that we're keeping up our fitness levels. We've done a little bit of mindfulness, you know, oh. um, at the end of our, our session, we'll do a little bit of mindfulness just to bring us back, you know, down to a, a nice anxiety-free level, if you like. Yeah. And then using the trampettes to try and keep that little yeah. bit of bounce going if they've got one as well, so brilliant it, i say it's just fantastic hearing these type of stories and hearing how you know you have been able to adapt and overcome what has been a traumatic year but you know as you say 13th of april you're back face to face so tell me jan what have you had to put in place what have you been doing to make sure that you are as jtf that you're safe jts that you're safe to come back what have you been doing absolutely and that is paramount for us to keep everybody safe um mm. We've, the the centre themselves have got their own COVID restrictions, so there's one way in, one way out. Um, adults have to wear a mask. We don't have to wear a mask once we're in the sports hall. Right, okay. Uh, because we are social distanced in there. Even things like, you know, going to lose and back, there's a one-way system for it. Uh, parents can't be present in the room now, so there's no parents that, that are able to watch. They have to leave. They have to pick the children up from outside the door. They can't come back in. Um, we do do social distancing. So we're on the trampoline side of things. Um, they're in a bubble. Okay. So if they go to school with other people that come, they're in a bubble with those people that they go to school with. If they're in the okay. same family, they're in a bubble with the people that they're in a family with. And what we've been doing is we've been partitioning the trampolines off with a bench so right. that we maybe have one family on one side and another family on the other side. So they're socially distanced and they get on and off the same side each time. So we're not crossing over. Um, so obviously we've got no cross contamination on the pads of the trampoline. The actual bed of the trampoline itself has been OK because it's feet that are touching the trampoline. Right. And we all face away from each other. So when we're bouncing our backs, we have like four trampolines that are back to back with each other. So they're facing away from each other as the bounce. Um, and I mean, you know, we've got some that might go three meters above the trampoline. We've got some that might go half a meter above the trampoline. Yeah. So the airflow is completely different all the time. Um, we've got gels, which are on the benches next to the trampolines. So the gel, the hands, every time they get off. 
So anything that they're touching in between, obviously they've gelled their hands before they're touching anything. Everything gets cleaned down, all of the trampolines, all of the equipment that we use, everything gets cleaned down after the first session before the second session starts. And right. then it gets all cleaned down again at the end. Plus we've got a week in between we've used the equipment. So we are over that 72 hour period, um, you know, so, but we weren't using things like pushing mats initially, which is one of our safety aids. Um, but what we've done now is we've bought another pushing mat. So we've got two. Okay. So we're using them um, on two trampolines, then cleaning them down both sides and using them on the other two trampolines. I can't actually get physically get on a trampoline to support anybody That's yet, okay. um, which has ha I've had to absolutely completely adapt the way that I coach. I can imagine. I've seen trampoline sessions and I can imagine yeah. that, that one thing there you just said, I can imagine that that, has really made you have to adapt yourself as well. Massively, yeah. In the way that I speak to them, in the way that I instruct, in the way that I coach, in the way that I've had to get other students, uh, other participants to demonstrate for me because I can't get on the trampoline because I can't cross-contaminate. Mm -hmm. um, you know, things like that that people don't really think about. I didn't. It seemed uh, I wouldn't have thought about Having a massive effect. I can't support a, a participant in learning a new move. So sort of a lot of our safety things we catch if need be. And I can't do that because I've got to be two metres away. We can't use the rig for safety reasons um, because we can't clean that down in between participants. Um, so it has affected the coaching side of it. And it's probably sort of stifled a lot of participants in how far they can go yeah. in that in the in that period of time but hopefully you know they've they've practiced the the basics enough that they can then ready to move on as soon as the restrictions are lifted um everything's socially distanced we've got um spots out on the floor so when they come in right. they go and choose a spot to sit at and that's where all their things stay like the drinks bottles the shoes and the coats um, gymnastics they've all got their own they get two mats each right okay to use um, and all of those mats are wiped down in between they've all got their own equipment to use um, and things like that so it has affected in a way but we've run it as as to not affect the participants yeah. as much as we can it affects us a lot more and I do have a brilliant committee I've got to admit Rebecca please be Asante Das and Louise Chisholm are brilliant. You know, they've they've helped out a lot. They've sort of escorted people in, they've escorted the, the participants out to the parents at the doors, registers while I've been cleaning, they've helped clean down and all sorts. And also one of our um participants, Izzy, she's been brilliant in, in helping out as well. And Ellie, the two of them have really stepped up to the mark and really helped out. That, that is something that you hear a lot of a lot of good stories out about how clubs have come together and yeah. I think people are aware of how hard it's been and I think a lot of the members the committee members the participants the parents everyone that anyone that can help and is efficient to help I yeah. think it's from what I've seen what I've been hearing and what you see on you know social media websites I think you're seeing that's happening a lot more and I think that's something that clubs are going to need they're going to need the additional support moving forward I think it's it's something that you know Get that infrastructure right you know get the support yeah absolutely yeah and as somebody who's running a business on my own 
it's great to to know that I've got that back up and people are supporting the club to get up and running again. And, you know, employing the gymnastics coach, Jo, you know, she's been very supportive as well, which if I was on my own, if I didn't have that backup, I think I probably would have folded it because it would have been too hard to actually continue on my own without the support of those people behind me. So, you know, there have been a godsend throughout this and, you know, reminding children to gel their hands and to keep the social distancing, taking them out to the toilet so they're not going the wrong way and this sort of thing, you know, because little ones, obviously, you know, it's really difficult for them. Yeah, really difficult. And, and, you know, if if the, they don't understand why they can't be on a trampoline with the friends no. when they have done for the past year and all of a sudden they're stuck between a bench between them and they're not allowed to to it's interact with them. That they can't yeah, yeah. and obviously yeah. If, it's only, if it's only you you've only got one pair of eyes if you've just got if there's nobody there to support you you know it's it's difficult so as you say these extra people that have come on that have been helping people out I yeah. think that, that the value which they've given, the value these volunteers and people have been I giving. I think they've been key through COVID, haven't they? Yourself, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah they've, they've, they have been absolute key throughout COVID, these people who, who've... And, and they're doing it all voluntarily, Yeah, you know, which is absolutely amazing. They've, you know, they've really stepped up to the mark to help out the clubs and, and the coaches, which is brilliant. Oh, amazing. So... 13th of April and Jan, what's the plans? What are you doing? Is it going to be, are you sticking to Tuesday night, same sessions? What, what, what's yeah, going to happen? Sticking to Tuesday nights, um, obviously with me working full time, I also coach at another venue on a Friday evening as well. So we're going to stick to the Tuesday evenings um, for the JTS sessions at Queen's campus, Durham University in Stockton. Um, if anybody can't find the page on Facebook or they've got any issues, they can always contact Queen's Campus and they'll put them in touch with, with myself, yeah. Well, what um, I'll do, Jan, just on that note, I'll put the Facebook page off the club, I'll put it in the notes on the so on YouTube channel, it'll great. go on the bottom of the video and on the yeah, Facebook Yeah, that would be brilliant. Not on the yeah. Spotify and stuff, on the audio Anyone, version. yeah, anyone that's interested in either trampolining or gymnastics or they've never done it before and they want to try a new sport, you know, coming out of COVID, you've been stuck in lockdown for quite a while, not being able to do any activities. If you want to give it a go, come and give it a go. Um, April the 12th is um, under 18s only. Um, but if there's anybody with any additional needs that's over 18, I can accommodate them because they come right. under a separate COVID rule. So mm-hmm. if there's anybody that's over 18 with any additional needs or any disabilities or anything like that, we do accommodate for, for those as well. It's not just for the able-bodied, the people who are great at sport, people who are brilliant with coordination it's for absolutely anybody that wants to come and try the sport you know so and that goes for the gymnastics side as well both the trampoline and gymnastics so anybody that's under 18 or over 18 with an additional need we can accommodate for from eight from May the 19th our adult classes can start up again nice. so if there's anybody that is interested please just register your interest we can always just pop you down on a register and get in touch with you closer to the time when we can open up for the adult sessions. But um, yeah, as far as, as, as opening up, we, we just want to get in there and go to be I fair. Yeah, I can imagine you've got lots of excited kids, lots of excited adults. Yeah, I've already contacted them. Campers. Either contact via social media, text message or email um, to make sure that, you know, they've got the message one way or the other. So a lot of people have contacted back saying which sessions they want and, 
a few more people have wanting double sessions this time rather than a single session, which is really good. Um, so yeah, everything's ready to go, to be fair, Mark. You know, everything's there just from you know, in 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 limbo just from when we when we got shut down, just ready to rock and roll, get oh, in there and go. Yeah, yeah, I'm so excited for you. Um, but I, I just I hope I remember I will lift a trampoline that's so heavy. I'll have to do a bit of training myself. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they're, they're heavy, aren't they? As well, it's not they're not yeah. a light, they're not the lightest thing in the world. No, and they're bigger than the ones you are used to lifting as well, by the way. <laughs> I'll let you. I'll let you enjoy those again, then, Jan. Thanks very but much, no, Jan. It's been lovely catching up with you. Um, I know how difficult this past year has been for you, and it's it's lovely that you've been able to come on and, and share a little bit about your story about what what this past year has been. So you know, a massive thank you to yourself. And... Can I can I just mention before we go, Mark? Can I just mention the club matters? Oh yeah, of course. Because that's been a really really big help for us. Um, with things like we've had to write COVID risk assessments. Obviously, we've never done things like that before, so. That's been a huge help on there because there's been formats and things we can use and new safeguarding formats for for COVID as well. That's been a massive help. Um, So that's been really good. And I've just uh, with the webinars and the online info and I've just um, I've just uh, registered for another workshop as well. So that will be sort of like my second, maybe third workshop that I've done. So that's really good. Yeah, that's been a massive help. So thank you. Um, for running that as well that's been really Fantastic. helpful I'm very really pleased to really benefit from them Jan but yeah as I say you know it's been lovely catching up and thank you so much for as I say sharing your story and sharing what this past year and well the, the two years has been for JTS so thank you very much well thank you for the opportunity Mark really appreciate it thank you see you soon see ya What a great episode that was. It was fantastic listening to Jan in terms of how she's had to adapt, how she's changed her protocols, how she's changed her safe work and practices. It's really, really incredible to hear the different stories about how clubs have managed to keep running virtually over lockdown and how they've managed to keep engaged with their participants and obviously their volunteers and coaches. So we hope that you might have been inspired to, to maybe give trampoline a go. We hope clubs have learned something about the funding process and what Jan had to go through to secure some funding and also what she's going to do in terms of coming out of this new lockdown and to work alongside the government guidance and obviously working on British trampoline, British gymnastics. So thanks a lot for listening and we'll see you next week.